What's up, New York? You're listening to the Empire State Conservative Network Podcast. Hey guys, this next segment is brought to you by the Blackhawk Group. Blackhawk Group offers an unparalleled customer support service combined with top-level classroom installations and equipment servicing. They have years' worth of experience in this field, experience that is unmatched by competitors anywhere. Learn more about Blackhawk Group at www.blackhawkgroupllc.net. Everybody, welcome to our latest episode of the Empire State Conservative Podcast. I am Pete. This is Evan, and on today's show, we're going to be discussing how Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, our favorite Congresswoman, thinks she's the boss. In her words, why 100 activists showed up in Foley Square yesterday to protest for sex workers' rights, even though it's illegal, and how Governor Cuomo signed the red flag gun law into existence yesterday. So let's begin with our favorite... Co- well, actually, before we even begin, let's go over who this show is for. First off, if you're new to the show, welcome. The Empire State Conservative Network podcast is for New York-based conservatives who are sick and tired of being neglected by your local and state politicians, and you're also being tired of treating it like a leper by friends, family, co-workers who think differently than you do, mainly because you're right and they're wrong. So let's get into Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, our favorite congresswoman. In a recent Facebook slash Instagram live video, she was cutting up some butternut squash or some shit in her kitchen, and she's talking about a whole bunch of things. She's going against Diane Feinstein for shutting kids down. One of the few good things Feinstein's ever done in her political career, because they were demanding the Green New Deal, and she said, well, I'm not going to be bullied into it. I know what I'm doing. I've been a politics for 30, 40 years. I mean, she knows how to stay on board, that's for sure. She's a terrible politician. But that said, she wasn't kowtowing to pressure was her message, and it was a good one. But Cortez went on to say, both there and in a public event a couple of days prior, that until somebody comes up with a better idea, she's the boss and she's in charge. And kind of degrading everybody else for degrading her. So, Evan, what's your take on that? Again, she... (laughs) She, her and Kamala Harris, they both did this. They went a full Hillary Clinton and full Hillary Clinton hot sauce. And she went, oh, I'm in charge. And if you don't like it, you better back up. She went full catch me outside, girl. Dr. Phil. She. And she's wrong. Again, she is wrong. Because she is not in charge of anything. She is part of the House of Representatives. Yes. Let's break that down. House. People know what a house is. Okay. (laughs) Representatives. Meaning you are a representative of the people who elected you in your district. Correct. You are not their boss. No. In fact, they are your boss. And if the people in her district so decide, they can actually remove her from the office through special happens. elections. So let's not act like she's in charge of anybody. She does have a certain amount of power. She is in the House of Representatives. She is in charge of formulating laws and voting on stuff like this. But she is not our boss. We are the, we the people. That's how the Constitution starts out. We the people, not we the representatives of the people. It's we the people. Mm-hmm. So again, she's a hundred percent off base. She's trying to placate to this idea that you know she's from the hood and she's one of like the downtrodden people. She's not. More and more stuff all the time is coming out about how she actually grew up in an upper middle class to upper class neighborhood. She doesn't live in the area that she claims that she lived in. People are saying <laughs> that her mail at that uh, her her dead father's address is supposedly just backs up to no end, months. and she's yeah. never there. She's full of crap. She's another person, and this Green New Deal is absolutely insane. And. I actually will applaud Diane Feinstein for one thing, which is standing up and being like, this is ridiculous. Because apparently the total cost was estimated and it was, what, something like 600... No, no, more. 
No, no. So the cost was it was six hundred thousand dollars per household. Oh, right, 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 okay. Which means that over ten years, anyone making sixty thousand dollars would have to be taxed at a hundred percent tax rate in order to pay for this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, not possible. It's, there's no money for this thing. It's yeah. it's absolutely ridiculous, and it's why it's losing support. It only has support under the the these young kids. Because they don't understand how the world works. They don't understand the government just doesn't have money sitting around. Yeah. The money comes from the people. They don't understand how government works. That's why they can be naive and go and march and be like, we need the Green New Deal, otherwise the world's going to explode. Not going to happen. It's never going to happen. This Green New Deal is 100% BS. Yeah. And I, it's it's hilarious. She gets on stage and act, tries to act all ghetto and comes off completely disingenuous. It is. 100%. And she's wrong. She's wrong. She's not the boss of anybody. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, you hit it on the head. I think, too, what, with the boss comment, if you listen to it in its context, she's not just saying that to the people in the public, whether they're in her district or elsewhere, or they're in the media, or they're even fellow politicians who are chastising her for it. And she deserves it because, as we went over when it came out, it was probably the most ridiculous piece of legislation ever forget for a second the fact that it's trying to mandate the methods of ener- the modes of energy and transportation that you're going to use as a citizen of this country she goes she's going on to say that she's the boss because she comes up with this piece of legislation nobody else has a better idea so that makes her the boss by default. Just like it would the, if this bill was ever going to pass, which it's not. Nobody in their right mind, Democrat, Republican, Independent, or whatever, is ever going to vote for this. She is out of her mind. And it just goes to show the mentality that these socialists have and these crazy far-left activists have. They pretend that they're for our rights and that they want what's best for everybody. But it's their way or the highway. And like she said, if you're not on board with it, I'm the boss. I'm in charge. You do something else. Otherwise, this is all me. I mean, she, she just wants the spotlight. She just wants to tell people how to live their lives and what to do, even though she's not well-informed on history, economics, uh, climatology, anything. So it's just another gaffe in this never-ending gaffe machine. And I really hope it comes to a conclusion at the voting polls next time around. But, but the other thing is, though, like Steve Dace said this when we had him on. If you haven't seen our... We'll listen to our Steve Dace episode. Please listen to it. It's excellent. He was awesome. This is what the Democrats believe. This is what big government people believe. They believe that the government is a force. And the government should tell you what to do. And they are your parents. Yeah. But that's not the way that this country was founded. That's not an American principle. American principle is... Like I just said, we the people of the United States of America, the people have the power. Mm -hmm. The government is here to serve us. We are not here to kowtow to the government. That's Mm -hmm. not the way it is. But that is exactly how the left sees government. Anyone who believes in big government, that's exactly what they believe. Mm -hmm. They believe the government knows better than you, and they don't. The government is made up of people and people who will sell their soul for power. exactly what C. Day said. People who want to be somebody instead of do something. So that is why... These people, you, we cannot allow these liberals to be continuously voted into office. We have to be out there on election day. I'm going to say it until the next election. I'm going to say it every election that we are doing this podcast that we have to be out there voting because if we are out there voting, we can win. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the first opening segment of the show. Now we're going to get into sex work in New York City and a fun thing that happened. So yesterday, I'm going to read from the, this is a daily news article, so I'm going to read it. It's very short, and then Evan and I will discuss. So activists and elected officials came together 
together on Monday, yesterday, to slam a New York state law that criminalizes loitering for the purpose of prostitution. As about 100 activists gathered for the rally behind state senators and assembly members on the steps of Foley Square in Tribeca, Senator Julia Salazar said repealing the law, penal code, uh, 240.37, is critical to protecting sex workers. Quote, Part of a path to full decriminalization is getting rid of this deeply discriminatory charge, said Salazar, who chairs the Senate's Women's Health Committee, ha, and represents parts of Brooklyn and Queens. The state senator said 94% of people arrested for the charge in Brooklyn and Queens are black women. Quote, she also said, the criminalization of sex work disproportionately affects women, and especially women of color. Mm, identity politics. Because men are way more likely to visit a sex worker than women are. The only men who are, the only men who are prostitutes are for gay men. There are women are not going to visit prostitutes. They don't do that. Men or women are very different in their sexuality. Yes. Men, women are not seeking out sex workers. Yeah. No. For the most part. Yeah. To make matters more intersectional and hilarious, a transgender illegally uh, I'm sorry, a transgender sex worker who's also an undocumented immigrant. No, no, let's use the correct term, Peter. She's an illegal immigrant. Oh, okay. She's an illegal immigrant. I'm going by what the article says. I know. Says. It's the Daily News. I know, we don't I have know. to listen okay. to it. But she said, and I quote, so they at least got the quote right, I hope. Quote, as a transgender woman who did sex work, I have... As a man. Yeah. I have experienced oppression and prejudice from the police, immigration, authorities... <laughs> I can't even read this in the street. Everything you're doing is illegal. I know. I'm, I can't even let you finish this. Everything that she's doing is illegal. It's not discrimination. No. It's not oppression or prejudice. You are breaking the law. It's the same thing where you talk about illegal immigration it's not oppression it's not systemic racism mm -hmm. you are breaking the law actively when the police and ice are seeking out or whatever they're seeking out these criminals they're criminals i don't care if they haven't com they committed a crime by coming here illegally this woman yes. is a, a full-blown loser she is a, a prostitute which is illegal she is un she is an illegal immigrant also illegal she is not oppressed she is a criminal and the People who we trust, especially in New York City, the NYPD, and ICE, these people are there to enforce the law. This myth that that oh, that people of color are oppressed, they're they're literally using intersectionality mm -hmm. to try to legalize prostitution. Yep. Whatever your views on prostitution are, right now prostitution is illegal. Yes, and we and as we talked with Manny yesterday, decriminalization is is garbage. Mm -hmm. Because if the law's on the books, just decriminalizing it doesn't make the problem go away. Mm -hmm. You just can't arrest people for it anymore. Right. So it's absolutely it doesn't make any sense. If you really want prostitution to be legal, set up legal like hey, you have bars for alcohol. Have set a legal up, brothel. Yeah, legal yeah. brothels like they have the Bunny Ranch in Nevada. Mm -hmm. Okay. If that's what you want, then do that. But don't talk to me about decriminalization of prostitution and how women and and women of color are being oppressed by the police because of prostitution. It is a choice. You are choosing either, unless you are being forced to by your pimp because you have a drug habit, it's still a choice because you chose to smoke crack or whatever you were doing. Okay, <laughs> It is. It is. Let's, let's not act like this, this is this is some sort of thing where it's like, oh, the only job I can do is be a sex worker. No. Like, come on. Yeah, that's like I cho I'm choosing to become a teacher. That's not the same thing as you no. choosing to be yeah. a prostitute. Being a teacher is a legal profession. Okay, yes. being a prostitute is an illegal profession in New York State. Yeah, so let's not mix words. Sex workers, they're prostitutes. Okay? okay, this is what we're talking about. So she is a prostitute and illegal immigrant. She's claiming oppression. This is not oppression. If it doesn't matter what it was, it could be. Well, Robert Kraft just got in trouble as a massage parlor that employs only Chinese women. Mm-hmm. 
So that the, the prostitution laws in Florida are not oppressing Chinese women. No. They're not. No. It's not oppressing the person. It, in the law, it does not say black people. It does yeah. not say Mexican people. It says illegal immigrant. It says prostitute. Yeah. Those are two this, different this laws. This is not a race issue. The fact it's irrelevant. It is. And people and people on the left will always say, No, but you don't understand. No, no, I do understand. I do understand that a disproportionate amount of sex of prostitutes, I'm not using sex workers, it's ridiculous. Of prostitutes in New York are women of color. They're black women, they're Hispanic women. Okay. I will concede that point. I haven't done research on it. I don't know what the you know they don't answer in the census that they're prostitutes. No, and then give me their race. Okay, you can hardly say anything in the census anymore. Exactly. But anyway, yeah. So it's it's irrelevant. So it's so let's say let's say every prostitute in New York was black. The criminalization of prostitution is still not a racial issue. Yeah, it is an issue that of prostitution. People in New York decided that prostitution should be illegal, and they made it a law. Mm-hmm. Boom. If you decide to violate that law, that is on you. It yes. is not a systemic racism. It is not oppression of women yeah. of color. That's a bullshit cop out and these people are disgusting. Yeah, I don't I don't even understand how these people who, who allegedly represent us can come out and blatantly try and disregard a law. But and and you, and you said it before and it's true. They're checking off intersection checkboxes. This person that they use in this article, by the way, to try and substantiate this uh, this protest and, and just this issue in general. She was trans... Well, it, whatever. He, she, whatever. Transgender. The man. Yeah. Illegal immigrant. And a prostitute. One, two, three. Boom. Those are, Look at that. Yeah. I mean, I mean the every first leftist thing, dream. Yeah. Every leftist dream. Right. So you're breaking the law. They hate the police. They hate they hate laws that they don't agree with. They because make, they're criminals. Yes. Criminals hate the police. Law-abiding citizens do not hate the police. Of course not. I have never met a law-abiding citizen who hates the police ever in my life. You might have had a bad interaction with a cop sure. who was a dick. Sure. Okay? Listen, police officers are human beings. I worked in law enforcement for a very short period of time. But I understand. Listen, I understand the stress of the job. I understand the nature of the job. It's a very stressful situation. You get pulled over speeding at 2 in the morning. You might not be drunk. You might not be a scumbag. But that cop doesn't know who's in the car. So when he comes up to the door with his hand on his gun and asks you for your license or registration, you go, what did I do? You were speeding at 2 in the morning and you were swerving. You might be a criminal. You might be drunk. He doesn't know who you are. Cops are not minders. They are people. They are there to enforce the law and uphold the Constitution of the United States. That is their job. So no law-abiding citizen, you might not like a certain cop, but the police in general, you have there is no reason, and all this bull, and all the we're not going to get into the Kaepernick nonsense. But all that stuff has been disproven. If you watch, was it Larry Elder? Yeah, he goes over this all the time, mm-hmm. and he's African American. So if you're a liberal and you go, well, you're just white people. No, no, Larry Elder is African American, and he and he backs up the point that the police are not overly discriminatory towards black people. It is not true. It's a fallacy, and it's used. To keep black people voting Democrat and mm-hmm. keeping Democrats in power and hating the police and keeping the country divided. Yeah, they, they just they just look to make victims out of everyone. So when you can when you can try and legitimize a crime, and again, think what you will about prostitution, whether or not it should be legal. But when they try to legitimize criminality by checking off these checkboxes and by being sympathetic to people who break the law that they the laws that they don't agree with, they want to have it their way. We talked about this with AOC before. They want to have their way. This ain't McDonald's, baby. Yeah. yeah. Their way or the... King? I don't know. No, have it your way. Burger no. King. Burger, Burger King. King, yeah. This ain't Burger King, baby. It's America. Yeah. So, but in any event, 
We want to go over that because that might be coming around the corner because we're seeing reprehensible pieces of legislation that are being passed in this state. And since they're trying to fight for it, I guarantee you there's going to be a push to legalize sex work in New York State in the not-too-distant future. Again, what you think of it, please let us know in the comments below whether you're listening to this. Well, if you're listening to this, you can't really let us know, but you can email us. Uh, if you're listening to this, make sure you leave us a five-star review on iTunes or SoundCloud. Yes, but if you're watching this on YouTube or on, on our Facebook group, then all you got to do, leave a comment below. Let us know, do you think that if they do push to decriminalize prostitution, do you think they should do that? Or do you think there's an all, a better way? Let us know. This next segment is brought to you by Items for All Occasions. Items for All Occasions specializes in helping you sync up with what you need for your event's promotional needs. Whether it's announcements, cards, giveaways, invitations, tchotchkes, or video books, they have you covered. Learn more about Items for All Occasions at www.itemsforallocasions.com. Anyway, last thing we're going to go over today. Last night, Governor Cuomo, with Nancy Pelosi by his side, signed the red flag gun control bill. Of course she was there. Of course she of was Of course. There. Satan has to be at everything. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Representative Pelosi. Yeah. My bad. It's, you know, potato, potato. Yeah. So, so a quick blurb about it, just to fill you in on a little bit of the specifics. Uh, you signed it yesterday. Um, New York now becomes the first state in the nation to allow teachers and school officials to seek orders to remove guns from people who are a threat to themselves or to others. The new law is meant to prevent people who show signs of being a threat to themselves or others from purchasing or possessing firearms. We'll go into some issues of that in a second. While 13 states and Washington, D.C. have enacted similar laws, New York's is different because teachers and school officials can seek the order. Um, they go into a bunch of BS about the SAFE Act, which obviously no one here is a fan of. They try and substantiate it. This is through News 12, which is uh, obviously one of the local channels if you have cable through Cablevision or Optimum. And they claim to be neutral, but they are clearly oh, leftist. They're so clearly leftist. But this is why we do this. We go we, every time. And when I write blogs, I do the same thing. I go to leftist news sources because mm-hmm. I know what the I know where the lies are and I know what they're trying to push. So by getting the facts, their facts... From these leftist news sources, yep. it gives the liberals nothing. There was somebody, I, I forgot what article I wrote. It was one of my blog posts. And the guy was like, well, this isn't true. This isn't happening. I'm like, well, guess what? That's from a leftist That's from a leftist news source. So if you're a leftist, that's your news source that you are pushing. And they are saying that these are the facts. So I'm using their facts to prove that they are lying. <laughs> that not even that they're lying, that this is nonsense and that their policies are misguided and are ineffective. Yeah, they, they put their foot in their mouth. All the time, and I do the same thing. Whenever, whether we're preparing for this show, whether I'm doing a solo show, or whether I'm writing as well, you always want to look at the other side. I know it's tough to read sometimes because it's all bullshit. Yeah, pretty much. You, you, you maybe have a line or two of fact coupled in with a bunch of opinion, and then maybe a little fact at the end. But Pelosi was there last night. Let's get back onto this, and maybe some of the issues with this because she wants to push this at the federal level. Satan. Yes, so we are the first state to actually pass this bill that allows teachers and school officials to be able to do this. But now she wants this done at the federal level, and this is a slippery slope. So, Evan, explain to them why this is a slippery slope. So, red flag laws, like every other Democratic policy, in theory, sounds like a really great idea. If you think someone is mentally unstable or possibly going to commit an act of violence, you can go report them and their guns can be confiscated. Mm -hmm. So, you know... In a perfect world, yeah, not a horrible idea. Mm-hmm. In the real world, 
Big, big problems. Okay. So, one, this violates due process 100% because if I go to them and I go, listen, this guy's been spouting that he doesn't like Hillary Clinton and he says that someone needs to do something about Hillary Clinton but hasn't said he's going to kill her. But, you know, he owns, like, 15 guns and a bunch of ammunition, and he wears a MAGA hat every day. Then I think his gun should be taken away. And if you have a leftist legislator or leftist-leaning people in charge, they can just go and take away people's guns with without due process. Yeah. So a lot of times the guns are taken, and then a hearing is done after the guns are already taken. So the next step on that, which they haven't done yet, but the next step on that is the guns are taken, and then you don't get a hearing. Or they don't have to give you a hearing within six months. Mm-hmm. So now they've confiscated massive amounts of guns. They don't have to give you the hearing yet. And now they start to pass legislation banning people who have had red flag laws enacted upon them from gaining weapons. Mm-hmm. And that is how they take everybody's guns. Yeah. It And the biggest problem is that it does avoid due process. So let's say the red flag law, you could file a complaint and then you get a hearing. Yeah. Let's say you get a hearing within a week, okay? The police come, they you know they interview you, and if they find due cause, because this is you know why we have the police, we have them to to do these things. So they send it. Let's say a detective. You have a detective bureau for Nassau County. Someone calls it on me. The detective comes over, talks to me. Detective goes, you know what? This guy's fine. This is you know this is a non-issue. He's got you know he's only got like seven guns and five thousand rounds of ammunition, but you know he's he's a normal. He's the same guy. And then you have a, he goes, there's no foundation for this report. Boom. End of story. Mm-hmm. Let's say he goes, you know what? It's a little off. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's a little off, but I'm completely sane, by the way. But everyone's a little bit off. You know, everyone's got their little stuff. So let's say he doesn't like the vibe that he's getting. I get a hearing posted. Let's say it's today's Tuesday. They get a hearing posted for Saturday. You could have special courts set up to fast track these red flag laws because this is a big issue. It's a constitutional right. Mm-hmm. This isn't, you know, back. Backed up child support. This, you know, which is still bad. But this is not that. This isn't. This is a serious issue. So it should be done quickly, because if it's oh next month we'll have the hearing and the guy still has the guns and he was a psychopath and he goes and kills a bunch of people, that is a problem. So let's say they can expedite it. Okay, if you report the person, let's say that my you know my neighbor reports it. They all when they report it, if it is founded, they also get an order of protection. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, order protection is just a piece of paper. So fathers, make sure you teach your daughters how to shoot. Mm. So we expedite the process. I go to the hearing. I get my due process. Regardless of what the outcome is, I get my due process. That is the only realistic way to implement it. Mm -hmm. And it's still not realistic because we don't have the foundation and we don't have the infrastructure. And the government doesn't have the ability to do these things in an efficient manner. So again... In a perfect world, yeah, that's red the flag, only way exactly. Would... But we don't live in a perfect world, as we said a million times. We live in the real world, so all red flag laws do. And the fact that they're allowing teachers, and I work in education, who are mo- a lot of them are either open leftists, super left, or they're closet conservatives because they're too afraid to tell people that they're conservatives. <laughs> and trust me, the leftists that I work with are nuts. They are crazy. They will scream at me. I've worn this sweatshirt to work. I have been screamed at over stuff that I don't even bring up, about stuff that I don't even talk about. And then I bring up another another subject that they would actually agree with me on, and they go, well, you weren't listening to me when I was talking. And I'm like, no, I was listening to you. You're just screaming at me and blowing out my eardrums. <laughs> but the point is that by allowing it's, – it's the same issue. I had an argument with someone in my own apartment. We were talking about psychological testing for, for firearms. Mm-hmm. 
in the real world, you are going to have people who are going to bend the rules to for their own beliefs. If you have state-appointed psychologists who are in charge of deciding who gets firearms, if they if that psychologist is an ardent leftist and believes that no one should have guns, guess how many people are getting guns? Mm-hmm. Zero, or maybe yep. very, very few, so we can keep stay on the payroll. Yep. These are the problems. We live in the real world, and the left doesn't. This mm-hmm. is the biggest problem that I have with people on the left. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're bad people. It's that they don't live in the real world. Yeah. They're, every, every time the firearms are taken away from the populace, people die. And it's the same issue I've had with people on abortion. I, I'm not a devout – I'm not a Catholic at all, but I'm not a devout religious person. I don't like the idea of abortion. I wouldn't want one of my children aborted. But my biggest issue with abortion and the way it's done in this country is it should not be funded by the government. Yep. That is how you start eugenics programs, which they are essentially starting by saying that you can abort a baby due to a genetic defect. Mm-hmm. And that is or how after we, birth now. Exactly. And that's how we ended up – that's how Nazi Germany ended up occurring because that's exactly what they did. They they took eugenics programs and they took, they took away everyone with guns and they rounded up a certain group of people and they claimed that they were doing it for the greater good and, and six million Jews were killed. Mm-hmm. And it can happen in this country and it will happen in this country if we do not fight it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you hit it on the head before going back a little bit about the best way it can be implemented is there's no infrastructure for it. None whatsoever. Same thing with the Green New Deal. This is, it's literally... Every liberal policy. Yes. We talk talk about, you know, he said, she said. We talk about the Me Too movement even going a little off topic, but it's the same type of thing. And in this day and age, in this culture, if a female accuses a male wrongly and and there are many cases where it is wrongly of sexual assault of rape of something like that then guess what his reputation is tarnished forever and it's not just his social reputation it's not just his ability to meet another woman or get married or, or something like that that will follow you if you have a record of something like that then you're your chances of getting hired or being looked at adequately in society are slim to none until that changes and they don't want due process in that regard and they don't want it in this regard because it's the same thing a teacher you know and, and there are bad apples in every bunch you said this before there are some cops who they're just they were either acting like an asshole or whatever sometimes cops mess up too everybody messes up there is a human element to everything so if a teacher is having a bad day and a kid says something stupid and they and they uh, and they uh, uh point out that this kid might be at risk or this family might be at risk then that whole reputation is tarnished even if there's no basis behind it whatsoever it's the same thing with the psychologist like you mentioned before it's the same thing with all of this so that's why we have to stand up and fight against this stuff because it may be on the books right now but it can be overturned if and we're gonna hark on this all the time if we vote cuomo and all these morons in the state legislature out of office the only reason that this red flag act passed why the dream act passed why the reproductive health act passed and i'm i think i'm missing another big one the reason all of the state act, act two so that's two pieces of gun legislation already on the books and it's not and they're even, all ineffective. It's not even March. That's the biggest thing, though. Too all these all these laws that all these gun laws that they passed, they are one hundred percent ineffective. Yep. New York does not have a gun violence problem, nope. and criminals do not care about gun laws. We are not in a state where massive amounts of of law abiding gun owners are going out and killing people. That's not happening. It's not happening in this country. Mm-hmm. So all these things are, it's ways for them to stay in power, and ways for them to gain more power, and eventually come and take all our guns. 
guns and make the government the super omnipresent power that the left believes that it is. And they are wrong. They are 100% wrong because the government, like we've said a million times, is made up of people. Yeah, absolutely. So, guys, if you like the show, please leave us a five-star review where applicable and subscribe, whether it's on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or YouTube. Also, if you can, please share this with a friend, whether it's another fellow New York conservative or it's someone on the other side or someone in the middle who's not really sure what to think about the issues where the left is going a little too far for them. Hopefully, we can bring some cogent points to them that gets them out of the dark and into the light. Also, if you can afford just $5 a month, you saw we were in a podcast studio yesterday. We might be uh, doing a subscription with them where we do a handful of shows a month there. But if just $5 a month will get you a Don't Let Fear Take Your Freedom wristband, it also gets you mailbag access. So every Friday, we'll be asking our donors what you would like us to talk about, topics, questions, whatever. If we have a guest, you'll get to ask them questions, and we will ask them when we record with them so that your questions are answered, and we're talking about the things that you want us to talk about. Also, coming soon in the next week, I'm working on it right now, we're going to be posting up the night before every show stories that we may be covering. It's not guaranteed, but we want to hear from you. So if you're a donor, you will be eligible to vote on these stories. Everyone will see what stories we might be talking about, but only donors will actually have an influence on which ones make the cut and which ones do not. So watch out for that. If you could do $50 one time for the year, not only do you get the wristband, not only do you get the mailbag access, not only do you get the ability to vote on stories, but you get this, the greatest in sweatshirts, the Empire Secret Service Network hoodie. You got the logo on the front. You have a name and number on the back, like a sports jersey. You can kind of see the outline if you're watching this. Sizes small through 5XL, no matter how big or small you are, we have one for you. So you definitely don't want to miss it. But guys, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Pete. This is Evan. Have a great rest of the day, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Hey everyone, it's Evan from Empire State Conservative Network. Please check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Also, check us out on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on YouTube at Empire State Conservative Network, on Instagram at GetRedPilledNY, and on Twitter at Empire State Cons. Also, check out our store at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com store for all current and future merchandise to help melt the snowflakes in your life. And as always, don't let fear take your freedom.